Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. If you are new to this podcast, I am a productivity strategist for multi-passionate creatives at saganmorrow.com. I help people manage their time and energy effectively through customized, actionable strategies that work for your unique life and business. When I'm not teaching about productivity to solopreneurs or doing freelance writing projects for clients, I spend my time writing romance novels and occasionally business books. And that is what this podcast is all about, the adventures of the author life. Now let's get into this episode of the Indie Author Weekly podcast. Today I want to share my current writing and planning process for the book I'm working on right now, which is called Her Bad Idea. It's an enemies to lovers, forced proximity, fake relationship, romantic comedy, and it is book seven in my polyamorous passions series. I have been dying to write this book for so long. It is the first in Scarlet's trilogy, and it's about how she needs to enter a dance competition in order to make money to save her failing burlesque business. It features all of my favorite tropes, and it's a lot of fun. I have been working on this novella on and off since November. Other things in my business have taken priority, so this is something that I've just been a little bit less focused on. As a result, it's been put on the back burner several times over the past few months. I currently have it slated for publication in June 2020. And right now, you know, so far I'm about one third of the way through writing the book, through writing that first draft. Since I started writing Polyamorous Passions uh, a year and a half ago, this whole series, um, this is actually the longest that I've spent working on any single book in the series. Again, that's largely because I've been picking it up and then putting it down again so much. The other books that I've written and published had a much shorter time frame in between when I started them and when I finished them. So it's been really interesting to have this book take me considerably longer than the other ones to really get into. So today, since I have recently picked up that book again and started to work more on it and a little bit more consistently, I wanted to share with you my process for planning the book and how I'm going about writing it. And by the way, if you want the backstory on the Polyamorous Passions series, then you should definitely read the previous six books in the series. You can grab them at your favorite ebookstore by searching for Polyamorous Passions, or you can access all of them on my website at saganmorrow.com books. Okay, so how am I going about planning and writing Her Bad Idea, the seventh book in my Polyamorous Passions series? Well, here's what I'm doing. Step one. I organized my ideas into a chapter-by-chapter outline. I initially did this by using color-coded stickies with one sticky note per scene and then rearranging them in the order that I liked and in the order that sort of made the most sense. So it was really nice to be able to move the stickies around, kind of see how it all um, would be laid out in this very visual, tactile sort of way. From there, I wrote out the chapter outline in a Google Doc. 
I have 10 chapters with three or four bullet points for key events that happen in each chapter. This chapter by chapter outline has certainly uh, changed over the months, you know, I'll tweak things here and there, but the general gist of it certainly uh, does remain the same. Step two, I created a timeline for myself. So I got out my trusty word count tracker spreadsheet to map out my timeline for writing the book. You can learn more about that process with uh, tracking my word counts, and you can actually access a spreadsheet template, the one that I use, um, in a previous episode here on Indie Author Weekly, and that was episode 46. So this word count tracker spreadsheet really helps me decide which days I will work on my book and also how many words I plan to write each day. After I organized that on my spreadsheet, I added it to my 12-week action plan task list, which is another color-coded sticky note system on poster paper, and it actually lives on my standing desk all the time. I share a lot of photos of that on my Instagram feed and on my Instagram stories, so you can actually see what it looks like. It's quite pretty um, when you visit my, Insta my Instagram account. Um, and my handle is at Sagan Lives. So that's really how I kind of created my timeline. And again, this timeline, similar to my chapter by chapter outline, it is something that I adjust over time. Um, you know, if things come up, then I kind of adjust, I tweak things, I decide, okay, maybe I want to write fewer or more words here or there. Um, instead of writing on that day, I'm going to write on this day instead. So it's a very organic uh, sort of time frame. It is in motion, um, but having the timelines and that and the time frame really gives me a good idea of how long is this actually going to take me and when do I need to uh, finish, you know, the first draft if I want to stay on track with my with my own internal deadlines, right? So how long is this realistically going to take me? Where can I factor in buffers and all of that? And I mean, as being a productivity strategist, when I'm not writing romance novels, this has just come in super, super handy. So uh, that is that is definitely, I think, a key factor in all of this being super honest with yourself and realistic about timeframes and deadlines. Again, that's something that I talk all the time about on my Instagram account at Sagan Lives. So if you want to learn more about productivity, that's where to go. Okay, so that was the second step. Step three, I used mind mapping to arrange all of my ideas visually on a poster paper using color-coded pens. I really like color coding. And having a mind map with different sections for each character, which is what I did with this particular mind map for book seven, that has been really helpful for me to keep track of everything and have an at-a-glance visualization of this book. And that's really very valuable, you know, especially right now. I have been so distracted over the past couple of months with a lot of other things happening in my personal life, um, as well as in my professional life and, you know, around the world. There's, there's a lot of stuff happening right now globally. So, uh, you know, I really, I, I highly recommend that you try using mind mapping as a technique for organizing your ideas in anything in life or in business or with writing a book. Um, if you are feeling scattered or overwhelmed, it's a really lovely tool. It's a very 
practical tool that can be so, so helpful. And I do get into more about mind mapping in episode 44 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast as well. Step four, I arranged all of the notes and scenes that I'd previous written into chapters. So I reorganized them. Now, I actually created my notes and scenes document back in summer 2018 when I started writing the first book in my Polyamorous Passion series. Over time, as I've been working on other books in the series, I'll often think to myself, oh, that would be a great idea for a, for a scene in a future book. Or this is a snippet of dialogue that I want to include somewhere in book seven. So at that point, it gets added to the notes and scenes document for that particular book um, within my Google Docs. And this particular, this particular document of notes and scenes for book seven alone, this is currently 18 pages long. <laughs> And this is this is quite normal. You know, whenever I'm working on a book, I, I write a whole bunch of different ideas, little snippets of scenes, um, and they're all organized. You know, each each book gets its own Google Doc of notes and scenes, and they all get pretty lengthy like this. So after creating the chapter by chapter outline, I know what order I want everything to happen in. And as such, I then take this time to go through all of those notes and scenes that I had, you know, that I've compiled over months, and I organize them into chapters. I organize them based on, okay, I think that this will be a really good piece to include in chapter three. Um, oh, this is something that I can include later on in chapter eight, that kind of thing. And then when I'm working on the manuscript itself, what I do is I go back to see what ideas I had for that particular chapter that I'm working on. This is really valuable because the way that I write, when I'm writing my manuscript, I'm always doing it in an orderly fashion, chapter by chapter. That is how I like to write my novels. Always chapter one, then chapter two, then chapter three, and so on. So being able to just refer back and not have to go through the entire 18 pages of my notes and scenes document, I can just jump to the section that only has what I wanted to include for chapter four, for example, um, and I can just ignore the rest and I can just use those, those sorts of pieces and really pull them out. Now, of course, as I am writing the manuscript, I will often get more ideas for upcoming future chapters. So in that case, I write those additional notes and ideas into that notes and scenes document in the appropriate chapter area. And that brings us to the last step of this whole planning and writing process. Step five, I opened up a separate Google Doc to begin writing the manuscript with that, you know, in order of chapters. So this is where I am actually writing the first draft of the book. I record my word count based on the words written in this document. It begins as the first draft and it eventually trans transforms into the final draft of my manuscript. So this Google Doc is the, the really big one. This is what you end up actually reading when you buy my books. And again, I always write it very methodically from chapter one to chapter two to chapter three, all the way to chapter 10. Okay, so how do I put all of this together? 
Well, when I'm working on the book, when I'm re- when I'm actually writing the manuscript, that's when I really always have three Google Docs open. I have the manuscript itself, which is where I'm writing the book. That's one Google Doc. The second Google Doc that I always have open is that chapter by chapter outline. So I can see at a glance what is happening in every single chapter. That's just one or two pages long. And then the third Google Doc that I always have open is that notes and scenes document, um, which again is ordered by chapters and it's about 18 pages long right now. I also always have my word counter spreadsheet open in another tab. Um, And I also have my paper mind map right by my side. It's I can see it right now. Um, It's right on my desk. And so that way I can just glance over at it whenever I need to look at it. I also keep paperback copies of all the previous books in the Polyamorous Passions series really close at hand um, so that I can flip through them for easy reference as needed. This is something that I actually do quite often while I'm writing the books. And by the way, if you want to learn more about how I handle things with writing books in a series and how I keep track of everything as I'm writing one book to the next, I share all about that in episode 16 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast. Besides those additional materials, while I am writing my book, I will occasionally open up another Google Doc that features my character Bible, but I don't usually need to refer to it very often because a lot of it is just in my head at this point. I tend to look at it more right when I'm just starting to write the first um, chapter of the first draft of the book, and then I tend to look at it again uh, when I'm in sort of more of the final, after I've written the first draft, after I've gone through a a few rounds of edits, um, that's when I tend to really, you know, double check my character Bible. I don't open it up too, too often while I am in the middle of writing the manuscript. If you would like to see all of this in action that I have been talking about for this episode, then I encourage you to read the novels that I've already published. I use a very similar process for all of the books that I write. So you can learn more about them and grab them all at saganmorrow.com slash books. As an indie author, every single sale of one of my books honestly makes such a huge difference for me. It might cost you just a couple of dollars to buy each book, but it means the world to me. So thank you so, so much for supporting me and all indie authors. Truly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for buying my books. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on all of this. Do you have any other questions about my book planning and writing process? Does any of this surprise you? Do you want clarity on anything that I've mentioned here, or do you want me to go more in depth on any of this? I'm I'm so happy to do so if you do have any other questions or if you need clarity on anything that I've mentioned here today. Please feel free to connect with me at Sagan Lives on Twitter and Instagram to chat about it. And you can send me a message on either of those platforms if you have requests for future episode topics too. The more that you tell me what you would like to see more of on this podcast, the better that I can accommodate that. 
You can also submit your questions or topic ideas anonymously at saganmorrow.com question. If you enjoyed this episode, please take two minutes to share this podcast on social media and rate it on iTunes. Anytime you share it or leave a rating or a review, it helps more listeners find the Indie Author Weekly podcast, so every bit counts. I really appreciate your support. As with all the episodes here on Indie Author Weekly, you can access complete episode transcripts, sample chapters of my books, and a few other bonuses and goodies on the secret version of this podcast at saganmorrow.com slash secret podcast. So hop over there to check it out. Thank you so much for tuning into the Indie Author Weekly podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.